take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from mumble scat infused new pop to grime based Nazi R&B. My name's Phil. With me is Frank. <laughs> yep. Mike. Yep. And Sam. Repeat that last one. <laughs> Grime-based Nazi R&B. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh. I'm cute. <laughs> now to clarify, we would never play any fucking Nazi shit on this show. No, but please, let's, the genres let's are funny. <laughs> uh, so, for anyone a little oh. bit newer, uh, I wonder the- if I wonder if that just means that somebody's gonna message us now, just gonna ask like, does that mean you guys are never gonna play any Goat Moon on the show? Yes. No. We're, we're not going to play any fucking... <laughs> that's exactly what show. that means. Um, yes, that's Yeah, that's exactly what so, it means. Uh, for anyone who's a, a newer listener, uh, maybe you weren't weren't with us last year, uh, what we're doing here is a uh, is an episode... Well, we're not in the uh, we're not in studio this week. Right. This is an episode from the past because mm. we are time travelers. Uh, so we like to do these a little bit differently because we don't want to... We don't want to talk about shit on this uh, that's more topical. We don't want to leave bands out that we feel deserve attention immediately. Uh, so on these ones that we uh, that we record in case we're not in studio, uh, instead we're just going to talk about some stuff that, uh, that we listen to. Maybe it's a little bit older, um, or maybe there just hasn't uh, been a reason to talk about the bands recently. So uh, I think I think the best way to describe it is I think I said once that it was like stuff that's not old enough to be old, but not new enough to be super, super, super topical. Yeah, just generally stuff we don't get a chance to talk about on the show. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you might get to you might get a couple classics, you might get you might get all kinds of shit. Uh, mm, but, this these are I feel like these are honestly some of our left field episodes and they're honestly they're honestly some of my favorites to record oh like, I, I love have more fun i have more fun doing these than i do sometimes like the regular show well i love doing these because these are all the things that we really want to talk about a lot of the time but we just we can't because there's no reason we're trying to stay on top uh most of the time <laughs> in the show to to get you something new every week so oh and trust trust me i'm gonna nerd the fuck out about what i brought into so, uh, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of fun with this one, a little different than our usual episodes. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, oh, well. Let's, nah, never mind. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, so ignore my ramblings, and let's get to this. Who's starting us out? I think I am. So, uh, you know what? I think this is a classic for some. Maybe not everyone. Clench your buttholes. hmm <laughs> So, uh... uh we're gonna listen to Puckered something up like a dolphin. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> so this is like, like they were saying, random bring-ins for any reason. Well, this is what's gonna have gotten me into chaotic hardcore, like I really am right now. Let's listen to a little bit of Norma Jean. <laughs> Yeah! 
So, I, what do you guys think? Hating it's fine. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, so look, I, like, I'll, I'll try to be, I won't be a total dick. Uh, but it feels the same way to me now that it did back then, where this was a genre that was happening, and Norma Jean really wasn't hitting any of the highlights. Um, like, it's it just, there's something very lacking to it for me. Yeah, you think so? Uh, yeah, I mean the even some of the the drum fills where I I see what they were going for don't quite feel even on time. Uh it it, it really for for chaotic hardcore, it feels really lacking. I mean, a minute of that was uh was a really basic power chord riff and, you know, two vocalists over it. It's not bad, but it's not anything that stands out to me you know what i actually you know what this this is going to sound surprising especially coming from me you know what i think might have made this more interesting if it had actually been more chaotic and more unpredictable yeah because i feel i feel like if this had gone if they had actually gone a little bit more overboard with this style i think it actually would have been more interesting okay yeah. All right, so I, <clears throat> for a particular reason, brought two tracks in. Because most primarily, I think Josh Scugan was like the soul of Norma Jean because he left after this album to go on and do The yeah. Chariot, which is also one of my favorites for chaotic music. I mean, and I like The Chariot. That's fair. No, and I hear that. So where there's overlap, um, I think, is in the second release from Norma Jean. Uh, oh, God, The Aftermath. <clears throat> so Bless the Martyr and Kiss the Child which is what we just heard, the shotgun message, was released in 2002. So then in 2005, they went on with a new vocalist to release Oh God, The Aftermath. Let's listen to a little bit of Vertebrail, and then we'll talk again. See, if this had been the first thing I heard from Norma Jean, I'd have a very different opinion of them. Hey, um, yeah, so yeah, this this actually this actually was not bad. So no. like, here's my take. There was actually some here's, cool shit about it. Here's my things. Like, I don't 
dislike the vocalist's performance on this album, but I love Josh Scugan. I feel like if they had kept him around for this album, this would be a perfect album. I really love Bless the Margin, Kiss the Child, because it got me into the band. I categorize it as sludge and chaotic hardcore, because it really ends up being that. Like, okay. If you guys didn't like where things hit, that's fair, but I think some of the things they did in that album are classics of that time, like mainstays. Like, I don't know, there's just certain notes that, man, like... So if it doesn't hit for you guys, I feel like musically, uh, oh god, the aftermath very well may. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. So with the with the first one, it's hard for me when there were already bands like fucking um, uh, all else fail. Okay. Right, like where that was at the the extreme end of the genre, uh, but they were doing a lot of similar things. Where you you know where there was a lot of um, moments of of kind of it being calmer and more melodic um and that's what i was looking for out of that genre at the time and i think that's exactly why uh that that particular album just did very little for me yeah Uh, you know i i mean i'd have to to be completely fair i'd have to go back and give the whole album a listen through well what i would say i mean so this band for me is extremely important because between these two albums you have my foundation and chaotic music like Everything from, you know, I mean, the second, Oh God, the Aftermath did things that I still maintain are not even getting utilized today. Like, if you really examine the way they wrote the music, I mean, it's... Well, I mean, there were some really fucking nice riffs in there. Um, Yeah, there was a lot to it that really caught my attention. Right. I mean, The Chariot was the only other person really utilizing, like, using strictly slide segments you know what i mean so i don't know i was about if, to say were they playing were they playing lap slide on this no not set? you'd i'd we'd have to have like i couldn't even describe it in words here right now you'd have to hear it um it, it's just nothing you hear out of these few bands and then josh guggen's gone on to do a successful career with the chariot and now He's doing eighty six, I think they're called. Oh yeah, yeah, that's sort of uh, that's sort of more like rock and roll. Rock. Yeah, 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 I really, I really cool like shit. that. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? Like, if you were digging on, oh god, check it out. Like, really, check it out. I've checked a lot of stuff. You guys fuck told me to check out. And then maybe <laughs> go fair. maybe go backwards, and <laughs> no, maybe right. oh god will ma- or bless the martyr because the child will make a little bit more sense. But that's my bringing for this week. All right. You know, you know what, Mike? Bears fair. Word. Bears fair. So, uh, who we got next? I think uh, is that me? That's yeah. me. Yeah, All I was right. about to say this. This looks like a fill pick. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, at the very core of a fill pick. Um, <laughs> Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this?
I hear a lot of what I like about Comeback Kid there. Yes. So uh, that was the track More Than Heroes off of the album Heart Means Everything by the band With Honor. And uh, this this was released in 2004. And for me uh, specifically, this was right around the time where I was kind of moving from you know, uh, my, my relationship with hardcore was moving from only listening to, like, you know, classic punk hardcore, uh, fucking Cro-Mags and Agnostic Front and all of that, and really embracing uh, modern hardcore. A- and the reason that this works so well is because there's so many fucking throwback elements to uh, what With Honor was doing on this on this album. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of the gang vocals, yeah. uh, you've got the... The overall theme, um, you know, I mean, and all of their, I think the next album is called This Is Our Revenge. Like, it's all, there are, there are aspects of it that are very stereotypical hardcore, uh, but it just, they it works so fucking well for them. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially keeping it varied where they did that kind of playful breakdown where they went in for, you know, like a measure and then backed out, did a fast thing and then went back into the breakdown for a little bit. And it's like they're keeping the drive up ultimately. So it's kind of hard not to when you have a driven track. I mean, I automatically associate like punk and hardcore to it more yeah. than other things. So I thought that was pretty effective, too. Yeah. And I mean, the the mention of Comeback Kid is perfect because that's exactly where I was with like modern hardcore at the time. And it was really like. It was all of that with, uh, along with like fucking Shy Halud and with mm. fucking All Else Failed that really pushed me more and more into the heavier modern shit. Uh, yeah, I, I see that basis doing that. Uh, like, yeah. Especially leaning on the melodic but intricate. You know what I mean? Staying far away this is, from pop punk. This is, this is just like another well, hardcore kind of. band that Phil has introduced me to that I have yet to actually, like, I still haven't gone and listened to Judge. Like I still need to listen to Judge. <clears throat> I still need to listen to Bane, and I now I have to listen to this fucking band. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the list yeah. goes on and on. Yes. Uh, now I I may have my history a little uh, a little skewed. If I recall correctly, this was um, 
I believe this was their first full length, and uh, after this, they ended up with another vocalist. Also, really good, just a, t a very different style. So yeah. if you do go on to check out uh, This Is Our Revenge, uh, there are some changes uh, to the approach, but it, it, it just... You know, it's hard to, to describe it. Um, it. It worked so well for them, and it really hooked me. And it unfortunately, uh, they kind of get overlooked uh, pretty often. You know, I think they had their fans, but then it's that was it. It didn't have as uh, it wasn't as impactful as um, say like Comeback Kid, who's still around today. Right. Uh, technically, I mean, they're not. Supposedly they're still active, but I there hasn't been anywhere see, from a, with honor and that's a shame. And I feel like sometimes partially why we do this because it's like that would be the exact opposite with Norma Jean. The first two albums they put out, they had like moderate success, and then when they started putting out strictly dog shit, they sort of <laughs> got a little bit bigger and started playing with bigger names. And it's like, well, fuck, people aren't going to appreciate what was good about this act. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like the conversation we had with Eugene about Thrice, where it's like, sure, like, we, we you know, a lot of us have been fans of them to varying degrees over the years, mm -hmm. and it's cool to see them, like, achieving success, but also, like, is this the Thrice that deserves success? I want to hear Torch to End All Torches, or uh, fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like Deadbolt. Like I want to hear. Yeah. Identity Crisis. Phoenix Ignition. Phoenix Ignition. Uh. Ultra Blue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a cover, right? But either way, like Old Thrice was good Thrice, and Medium Thrice wasn't bad Thrice. But nah. They, they have straight. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've gotten real far I, from where they. Started. I mean, I hated it initially, uh, being a fan of their older shit. Like I heard, I heard fucking. Visu uh, and I was like, "What is this Radiohead shit? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing?" I mean, even that's not so bad though. It's just the new stuff. It's like it's, it's like it's corn, legitimately bad. It's like corn doing country. I mean, that is so <laughs> far. I believe from, um, from your. Lane. I believe. I believe when they were like releasing new stuff, you played it for me, and I started singing over it in time and song like, "Give me money." That's just what it sounded like. But uh, yeah, not to get not to get too far off track. Um, with honor, they were on Bridge Nine, which is not like some surprise. They didn't get a bit more attention. Um, I mean, I get it. You know, the the everyone was focusing on Champion and Betrayed at the time. Mm. Um, which don't listen to Champion mm -mm. anymore if you still are. Homeboy was fucking banging underage girls. Um, but Betrayed, what? So, yeah, oh yeah, Champions of Fight. Yeah, that all that all all that shit came out, which is a real shame because they were one of my favorites. Um, but Betrayed was still, Betrayed's still cool, and that's like half their members, so actually a better band in general. Uh, but anyway, with honor, uh, heart means everything. Go check it out if you haven't. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you fucking won't. If uh, if classic hardcore's your thing, I, I have a hard I, I time know. seeing why you wouldn't I don't know. this. I, I actually, I, I, was, I had actually meant to say, uh, I was actually getting a lot out of that. That was pretty cool. That's Well, that's like more the style of hardcore that I'm interested in it maintains a lot of the punk elements uh which is something that i'm always a fan of you know i i don't cling to that as much as i used to but when i hear it i fucking love it because mm -hmm. it's it's where it came from mm -hmm. so oh that that brings us to me yeah now we're gonna uh see i'm looking at this and it's just like half half the shit that was brought in today is shit that brings me back to high school right so like <laughs> we're gonna uh 
I'm uh, I'm ready for the full ball busting because we're gonna we're gonna lighten things up a bit. Tom, play that. <laughs> I can't shit on you that hard because like this is fucking ridiculous. This band is ridiculous <laughs> in every way. So, all but, right. But you know what? They're so they're so unapologetic about how fucking ridiculous that they are that in a weird way I've come around and actually kind of respect it. Here here's here's my thing, and I'm like I don't, I'm like, I'm not mad at this. This isn't one mm-hmm. of those things where I hear it. And I'm like, God, oh, these fucking, but for me, there's something about, about, about them. That's so dad metal. It's like a fucking, <laughs> oh, it's, I... like an, it's like an excuse for like some fucking weird suburban dad to fucking have posters of this metal brought up in his fucking <laughs> closet so he can yeah. fucking, so he can well... spank it while his fucking normie ass wife is fucking putting on weight. <laughs> Like that's that's well, you know it's like Evanescence. Like that's half their fans were middle aged dudes who were like, "Amy Lee's so hot. Why isn't my wife at work yet?" <laughs> see, see, you know, well they're, they're far past the point. They're far past the point where they're like, like no longer willing to let them have like they're they're like they're like eighties era Playboy centerfolds taped up to their garage oh, walls. You got like so this, this, the this story. is what they have to resort to. <laughs> You got halfway through the story, I knew immediately where you were going. It's like, yeah, no, like, yeah. And that's one of those things. Like, there was. So, for anyone who doesn't know, that is the, the song, She Is My Sin, 
off of <laughs> Nightwish's 2000 release, Wishmaster. Tom, did you did you close the window with that fucking album art already? Can we, oh, it, can it's, we get back it's, to that? It's so, like a fucking shitty motivational post. Oh, it is. <laughs> no. It's, it is. Oh, my so, God, it is. Holy so, shit. I will be the I will be the first to say there is nothing cool about Nightwish <laughs> at all. But I fucking love it. The fucking uh I the songs are fucking beautiful sounding. Um I usually like the the flow of the songs. It's it's really fun to listen to. Um Oh, I, you're fine. I went to bat for Mirka's new album and it's fine, but it's similar. It, I mean, look, I but, still, like I still thought it was boring. <laughs> Um, yes. but like I mean like it's what like I'm not mad at anyone for liking this I just don't get it I get like, you like you know what I mean I like, oh the, the album art's terrible they have never had good album art like <laughs> you, you don't like sepia bro <laughs> now so the 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 vocalist you were hearing oh, um no, that's, the, that's weird that's the, Oh, yeah. weird. It's oh really God. weird. Um, so that was their their original vocalist, and then I forget how many albums in she was kind of being a fucking. From what I understand, was being a fucking diva. The Battle X, and and so she left, and then they got this other vocalist in who was just fucking hot garbage. So the one time, <laughs> so like, like it's funnier. Like, it's it's funnier. Like no no like <laughs> so. All like the songs that I really liked, she didn't have the vocal capabilities to do. So I was like, "What the fuck did you like?" They had to change their sound in to tailor to her uh, voice. Yeah, and I, I was like, "I was like, this is fucking terrible." Thankfully, they then got another vocal. I was like, "All right, here we go. This is closer to what they were." Thank fuck. Yeah. Like, I I remember at one point. I think it was a little while before we started doing this show, and I picked up. I forget which one of the fucking metal publications. And it came with, uh, you know, a fucking CD sampler. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. So I throw up my car. <laughs> it's Nightwish. And it was like, this had a little bit more balls than what I heard. What oh, you probably heard track. Annette. Annette <clears throat> oh, is, a, is a super, super was, poppy vocalist. It was, I was like, how is this even on a fucking metal album? <laughs> what are you doing? What's, what, uh, what is this? But yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> Power folk. <laughs> yeah like me and a, a kid i hung out with in high school like we thought it was this is again one of those things that we had to like defend against like our other metalhead friends who were just like knock it the fuck off it's like, <laughs> see you know actually you know what hearing this track reminds me of it reminds me of the first time that i heard sabotage the first okay. time I ever I ever heard sabotages in the Hall of the King, I bought that CD purely on a whim. I was in California at the time with my old roommate, and I bought it on a whim because we both thought the cover looked really fucking cool. And we threw it on the CD player in his car, and this this was this was almost as silly as this Nightwish, and it was almost as silly as this Nightwish song, and we just could not stop laughing so hard the whole ride home That's, that my roommate practically crashed the fucking car. We were just like, what is this? What are we listening to? As, as and I, I got the exact same feeling with this. I was gonna say, as I said for like, like I love listening to this. I am fully aware that there is nothing cool about it. Yeah, like, sure. um, 
Uh, oh, dude, I listen to plenty of uncool shit. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Like, oh yeah, I ain't mad at you for listening to this. Oh it's, no, none of us are. I remember. I, I actually had a grand fucking time. With <laughs> I remember explaining to a a dude I work with because he was he was saying that he doesn't like. I was he was saying that he doesn't like metal because he's like you know I I can't stand screaming. I was like, there's singing like really good singing in metal, and I start going about power metal and also stuff like this. And he's like. It's like, yeah, but some of that sounds really lame. And I'm like, it is. That's what makes it awesome. Get you some chemists. Like, <clears throat> yeah, well, we weren't always so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say, the, the, the people who say things like that are usually like the really annoying indie kids, in my experience. Like, it sounds really lame. I'm like, like uh, he, he was he was one of those people he only listened to uh, hip-hop. Mm. Like, that's it. And it's like, you listen to he listened to what you, you cut out. Hip hop might just not make sense. Uh, eh, I guess. Oh, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of oh. hard selling someone that listens to hip hop. Like, like you, you want to hear about dragons and shit. You, <laughs> <laughs> you want to feel like you're in a D and D campaign, even though you've never played D D and D is that have anything to do with DMX? Oh no, 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 no. DM gonna DM gonna oh give it to you. God. Yeah, God damn Espe- it. Especially if he's a shitty DM. Oh yeah. shit, uh, Sammy, what you got, man? I'm you know what? Like I said, I wanted this to be to be a surprise, and you know what, Tom, just roll it. My penis so big. <laughs> you motherfucker! You took away my. Oh, son of a bitch!
fucking hate you, Frank. If you could see the grin on my face. I know. I'm so I happy swear. me and Sammy can agree on mastering. Yeah, today. and I mean, I mean, I, I still, I still wish I could just like shove my penis through my mic and just hit Frank in the fucking forehead with um, <laughs> for taking away my fucking reveal like a fucking asshole. People probably oh, yeah. recognized it anyway. Oh yeah, in Let case, uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, just okay for those of you for those of you who live under rocks. That was my man Mick Gordon for the soundtrack of Doom 2016. Mm. And that was the song quite simply titled Rip and Tear. That's it. Nothing fancy. Just Rip and Tear. <laughs> you know, I and I uh, mean that yeah, that's the whole essence of the game. I look well, two well, words. Like I I I stopped caring about gaming a long time ago. I my my most recent system is a is an Xbox. Like the original Xbox. Uh, no shit. Last time I was playing seriously, I was playing Halo 2. Um, so <clears throat> it's funny because the first thing to make me really care about gaming again was this fucking game. Mm. Uh, because holy shit, did they fucking did they bring this back as exactly what it's always been? It's perfect, and there there is there is no game more metal than fucking Doom. Correct. Okay. So, <laughs> Correct. <for> the, <laughs> so, like, in case anyone isn't aware, Doom at its core is about a, a very, very small number of things. It's about moving really fast with big fucking guns, shooting and killing big fucking demons, and doing it in the most relentlessly violent, unapologetically brutal ways possible. And if you haven't played like doom 2016 is one of those games that you can like play in front of people who don't even play video games and they will just be totally enthralled. Yeah. Oh my they God. Will, they're like, they're like, Holy shit. I need, I need to, I need to like play this. It, like this, this looks amazing. And I'm like, I know because it is. And you know what? We do not deserve it's software we oh. do like the guys behind this game the guys like marty stratton and hugo martin we do not deserve those <laughs> fucking dudes and we do not fucking deserve mick gordon because mick gordon's soundtrack is the absolute perfect backdrop for doom 2016 it's just it's it's mostly synthesizer like Mick Gordon is a super, super talented uh, composer, especially with synthesizers, but he's also primarily a guitar player. And a funny story, uh, I guess when uh, the creative directors at id first emailed Mick Gordon about the soundtrack, they told him straight up, there are a couple of things. This needs to be the perfect soundtrack for this game, and we don't want any guitars. <laughs> and Mick Gordon, I guess... Actually, uh, if if you want, there's like a there's like a 45 minute lecture he gives uh, 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 about this whole project on YouTube. Just look up Mick Gordon lecture. Uh, it's it's absolutely fascinating stuff. Like it's super super inspirational to watch, and like, but he managed to he managed to start sneaking in little bits of guitar work here and there. And what do you know? People just responded to it. And the whole, he even said that one of the whole points of this soundtrack was to be at the forefront because he felt like for a lot of video games, the music is often buried in the background. Yeah. It's just, it's wallpaper. It, you never remember it. He's like, I wanted something people 
that people would consider to be anthemic and that people would remember and songs like BFG division rip and tear Hellwalker, And actually I think one of the most underrated ones on the, uh, on the whole soundtrack is the track master from El boss fight. I feel like I could throw that shit on in a rave and it would fucking kill. Just was, go, go listen to the track mastermind and you'll be like, yeah, I could hear this at a rave. I was going to say two things. Um, original doom like the, the the og doom like that soundtrack was a very fucking like metal soundtrack oh, yeah it yeah. just you know it was you know whatever bit it was that like couldn't be guitar but it still had that same drive and whatnot to it mm-hmm. as you're going through and slaying demons uh like, like for no real and like the fact the fact that bobby prince composed that fucking soundtrack on an 8-bit sound card like that's pretty impressive um, I also want to say you're saying about people who don't really game watching it and kind of like uh, getting into it. I was going to say anyone who I've seen even watching it played gets the bloodlust. Like someone starts breaking open a demon and people are like, yeah, ah! <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's, I mean, just it's like, just, I would say just like have those people watch, watch you play the fucking cyber demon boss fight oh. in doom 2016 which is just it's it, it's relentless it is absolutely insane uh, i have played that boss battle so many fucking times because it is so insanely the, cool and fun it, it, it it's oh. uh it's funny because i mean yeah doom's like i i played the original game when i was fucking you know tiny as shit so like i i have very fond memories of doom mm-hmm. and exactly how it felt to play doom uh and after that whole fucking doom 3 disaster Ooh, yeah uh, you know what i'm gonna say this right now <laughs> fuck you doom 3 is actually great nah no yeah it, it is. it's a bad um, hard survival game that didn't capture suck. any of the elements of doom or, or survival horror yeah. it's trash nah. after uh suck. it wasn't a doom you're game. you're fu- you're fucking trash you, bill you, 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 <laughs> you know, fuck game. you you do try try to sell that garbage to me as doom there's zero run and gun there's zero anything yeah. it's all fucking dark the fucking graphics are shit. The fucking gameplay is shit. Fucking blind. It's horrendous. It is the biggest steaming pile of like shit. It came out in like 2006, dude. Yeah, when I was at my peak of gaming, it was ass. Uh, yeah. However, go back and replay. Go back and replay. It's I will good. absolutely not. <laughs> and you. it's what that shitty Doom fucking Doom movie fucking was awesome. based off of. Hmm. Fuck you. Surprise. Doom 3 is fucking great. Doom 3 was trash and you fucking Fuck, know it. You're you, fucking trash. I like playing this. It's not a fucking Doom game. However, it is. What, it's no, a fucking fantastic game. It's dude. trash and there's a reason everyone on the planet disagrees with you. No. Uh, almost yes. no one on the planet disagrees with you. Who the fuck likes Doom 3? Fucking almost everybody no, likes Doom buddy. 3. It fucking it is like, it the is worst the worst thing anyone on. says about it, it the, the worst thing that anyone I've heard has to say about it is like, well, it feels a lot different from the rest of them. Like, yeah, that's because they wanted it to be different. And yeah, it's which was a, a impressive game. It was a bad game. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, regardless. No, <laughs> anyway. you're just a fucking idiot. Anyway, when I sat down Bitch. with fucking Doom 2016, yeah, 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 mumble to yourself about your shitty game. When I sat fuck down you. with Doom 2016 and the controller was put in my hands, I said, holy shit, it feels like Doom. And how you managed to translate that from those early games to this, where it's, I mean, you're working with an entirely different environment. 
we're in an Did era you? where uh you yeah. know be, like shooters have changed and they managed to capture the spirit of doom and update it so perfectly I was, and the soundtrack is so key to that one yeah. of the things i want to say about that is <sighs> that so a lot of shooters today are all about hey you don't have like a set health it's if you start getting the shit kicked out of you, you can run behind cover right and you're good and this is like oh no 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 there's no running away like yeah. no you got you there's no just hiding and chilling out. No, your health is what it's at. You better kill to get more health back. The only way to properly approach it is fucking running gun. Yeah. Because otherwise your health is just fucking gone immediately. Yep. It's well, they're even they're even like little little advisory bits on the loading screens that say things like uh, standing like hell feeds on the indolent. Stay on stay on the move as much as possible if you want to live. Yeah. Like this this is a game this is a game that is actively telling modern shooter players everything you have learned playing the rest of your shooter does not apply here dude and it's like it's, nothing, it's, like nothing like it is time to relearn everything you know it's 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 going back to that to again like the formulas of like the original doom like the painkiller games like even like the serious sam games well, and you guys it, have played are fucking great yeah, oh yeah serious sam it, was pretty fun it, it's funny too because exactly my approach like when i was playing halo 2 was the doom approach and it's the reason i fucking slaughtered people online <laughs> um because that's that's how i've always fucking gamed so when like when i'm being forced to play these fucking games where it's like you know take cover and do this and i'm like what the fuck is this this isn't fun this isn't fucking fun. I want to fucking run around and fucking blow people's heads off. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like when you play, it's like when you play the original Call of Duty, like Call of Duty and Call of Duty 2, there's so little way of like take cover. Like there's, there's so little of that. And you're like, how, how did these like simple, straightforward, like fun war shooters turn into fucking bullshit they're doing? Ow. Uh, the, the the only game that managed in my like for me unless you're playing something where the stealth's required like metal gear solid but that's a totally yeah. different deal uh the one thing that got it right for me as far as like taking cover while still being a running gun was fucking gears of war which had a very doom-esque feel about it at the time like uh, i don't know i, I never, personally i never played into it I never no. played Gears of War. Not particularly. I mean, it was... It I played was, it like five years late and... It was the only thing at the time that had exactly what I was looking for, which was fucking move and kill things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Which, I mean, you know, like I said, guys like guys at the id team like uh, Marty Stratton and Mick Gordon, like, they, they realized that. Like, this, this is a game where, again... Like people had to unlearn everything they'd learned in the past like decade of, you know, take cover modern shooters. And man, it oh god, I can't believe I can't even begin to describe how good it felt when I booted up Doom twenty sixteen for the first time because I bought it like I bought it on I bought it on a whim. Cause it, it went on sale on Steam for like thirty bucks. And I was like Ice. Huh. Okay. I'm like, I like and again fuck you phil because you're trash i played doom 3 for a while and i really enjoyed it and i'm like i you know it also came with uh doom and doom 2 which i'd played through and thought were really fun i'm oh, like yeah huh like huh how is this like what's like what am i gonna find here and as soon as and of course as soon as it starts up i grab the pistol and the next thing you know oh shit i'm starting starting like there's 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 no menus and i was just fuck it whatever so i just started shooting and 
you know, the little menus came up once in a while. And the next thing I knew, I was just killing everything. Inside. I'm like, well, this is what I wanted. And to bring it back uh, to the soundtrack, because that's, you know, obviously what we're here to talk about. Oh, of it, course. It's so insanely integral to the to the game itself. Well, like especially, you, like Sammy said, being so upfront helped, like, the... <clears throat> as I was said earlier, as far as we're going to probably agree, like, having that clean mastering, letting the percussive elements of that the writing style really lend to, like, the actual... Well, Feel. at the same at the same time like this whole soundtrack feels kind of dirty and grimy at the same time like it's it's still very like me and nasty like it's 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 unforg it's unforgiving and relentless just I, I, like the fucking game. i think what they managed to do there like i think the whole thing is yes the mastering is very clean but they they managed to not take away from the balls of the instrumentation like it's still fucking. It's well, still yeah, actually I mean, heavy. And then you're gonna have all the atmospheric effects and the mm -hmm. guns going off, monsters growling, and it all works over the music without anything becoming muddy or messy or. So yeah, and you know what? Even even this even a lot of the manages to sound heavy as fuck. Again, yeah. Go yeah. look. Go look up the track "Mastermind," the the theme for the final boss battle of the game, and you will be fucking. I guarantee you will be bobbing your head to it because it is just, it is so fucking lean, mean, and nasty. Just well, every everything about the experience was just meant to be as lean, as mean, and as brutal as possible. And the soundtrack is just such, like Mike said, it's it's integral to the experience. Like if you turn the music off, Doom, it will take away from the experience. Oh sure, yeah, undoubtedly. Man. Well, shit, that was a fun fucking bring-in. Yeah. Uh, and you guys like, got Like I said, this this is where I get to be left field. This is where I get to bring in all the weird shit. You guys got a little bit of fucking game talk in there, which is a new one for From the Pit. Mm -hmm. Controversial <laughs> opinions. But, uh, yeah, man, <clears throat> like, fuck. I've got a few it, of those. It's, uh... Yeah, this is a this is fucking killer. Mm -hmm. That was yep. a lot of fun. I'm I'm telling you, dude. Like these these weird left field backup episodes. Like these are probably my favorite things to do. Yeah, like, I have so much fucking fun doing this shit. I I love pulling up like all this weird like left field shit that I wouldn't normally get to talk about otherwise. Yeah, these man. Fun. These are a lot of fun. Top tens are fun. Well, Side stages oh, are yeah. fun. And for dude, uh... dude my fucking top ten <laughs> is gonna be. I have no idea how I'm going to arrange all like, cause it's like, it's shaping up to be even crazier than last year's. Oh yeah. Walking uphill both ways. We might've. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, for brutal bruise, grab yourself a fucking Takate and, uh, play doom. Uh, <laughs> anyway, see, you know, see, you know what I've been, you know what I've been drinking? Like while I've been playing doom lately, just Boddington's. Like nice. I've just been sitting yeah. here with a big old fucking pint glass of Boddington's and just getting plastered and playing Doom. <laughs> well, play Doom, play Doom plastered. By the way, it keeps you loose. Great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know it's a lot different than what we usually do. Um, if if uh, fuck, I'm brain farting over here anyway uh you can find all your from the pit shit over at fthepit.com episodes social media all that fun shit uh if you really like what we do uh, and you want to hear some of the other shit that we recorded today in the past 
Ooh. head over to <laughs> patreon.com slash from the pit five bucks a month gets you four fucking bonus episodes apologies mm-hmm. to apologies to anyone and everyone who thought we were going to be bringing nazi r&b on the show we're not <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have to wonder what that would actually sound like God, how do you, it's angry rhythm and blues <laughs> just, just, uh, just fucking R&B in German just fucking, just there's, fucking nothing, there's nothing smooth about that just fucking singing the Sam Cooke's the change is gonna come in fucking German alright and with that note it seems we have arrived at our destination it is now safe to undo your seatbelts good night ladies <laughs>